Hi guys. Hi. Oh wait, Jordan said stop doing that because he thinks it's really annoying. To say hi Steph. Hi guys. Hi Steph. How are you? What have you been doing? Same shit. Yeah, I'm like, well, um, do you have a podcast? <laughs> do you wanna run this? <laughs> <laughs> do you have fans? What has been happening? <laughs> <laughs> um and he said also to stop doing that. But I feel like we don't we can't help it. Also, I just did it. Yeah. Also, we I... always have to eat popcorn and stuff. I know. Do you know what? I was just saying to one of the girls at work, I was like, do you find it really annoying? And she was like, actually, I haven't really noticed, but now that you mention it, I'm going to be looking out for it. Uh... And then I was like, it's because we always eat. And she was like, maybe, yeah, don't, don't eat. <laughs> Our intro to the last one, um, your questions were literally with a mouthful of food. <laughs> That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> I was like, what is she trying to say? And I kept, because it's almonds and they get stuck in your teeth. And then, yeah, I was like, oh, and, a, and a dog. And I was like, um, let me go again. Um, I have to stop. Yeah, we have to stop putting a platter out and eating while we do it because we can't help ourselves. And this is meant to be a professional mm. podcast. Can't promise that I will stop drinking. No. Anyway. <sighs> Um, episode six. Yeah, here Woo-hoo. we are. Thank you, everyone, for listening so far. I think we're over a thousand listeners now. Listens, yeah. not listeners. Or oh, maybe I don't know. Listens like streams. Yeah. So thanks for um, tuning in and a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we have a Facebook page where mm. we would love to interact with you if you can be bothered. Yeah. We post up, or Kelsey does, some great articles. Yeah, Steph, Steph does fuck all. <laughs> Why don't you send me a memo? I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> we just post up, like, stuff that we read and what we think might be interesting, what you guys might like. Um, we also have our Instagram page, mm. at listen to bad and busy, and I think the Facebook page is just, like, bad and busy or something. The podcast. You can also send us an email, bad and – oh, what is it? Yeah, bad and busy at Gmail. Yeah. I thought it was listen, but it's not. No. So bad and busy at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, we have and can get access to heaps of cool experts mm. um, and leading people in their field. So if you want to hear from someone that you look up to or that you follow or if you have a specific question for, I don't know, anybody, let us know and we'll try and get it answered for you. Yeah, we can do that. Um, yeah. So here we are. Tell oh, us. Oh, yeah, yeah what? that's what I wanted to say. Um, heaps of people. Actually, this is one thing that people have been getting in touch with is I think we mentioned it a few episodes ago, but um, we were drinking collagen water. Mm, the yeah, you were, yeah. And so people were like, what, what is this collagen? What are you drinking? So tell us a bit more. Um, it's Vida or Vida. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. V-I-D-A, Vida Glow. Um, and they make uh, – it's marine collagen. Mm. So they make it – I have the unflavoured one, but they also come in like a quite a range of fruity flavours and you just like mix it with your water or you can put it with smoothies. I think you can even put it in like coffee. I think it's I've heard like, that too. You can put it in hot stuff yeah. or soup, so say, but I think that would obviously yeah. be the unflavoured. And what well, does yeah. What does it do for you? What's it collagen good for? So I started taking it because I met – the founder at an event and she basically um, I'm pretty sure she went to I want to say Japan mm. but maybe it was somewhere else maybe it was China um, 
because her friend was living there or she went there for work or something and she kept seeing it everywhere and she kept seeing it even in the vending machines and she was like, what is this stuff? And her friend was like, it's everywhere. We always take it. We mix it with everything. You can get it in your coffee. You could get it um, in your water, whatever. That's so fun. Maybe it was even Korea. I don't know. (laughs) Well, Korea is very um, forward with their beauty. Exactly. So they were like, it's fabulous for beauty, skin, hair, nails, um, anti-aging, all that kind of stuff. So then she, I think she put heaps in her suitcase and whatever, and she noticed a massive difference with um, her hair, like less hair fallout. Her hair was growing rapidly. It was getting really thick. And then I think she ran out and they didn't, this was back in the day where they didn't even sell it in Australia. Mm. And then once she kind of ran out, she noticed that her hair and skin changed Went again, backwards, yeah. Went a bit crap. So then she, I think her husband gave her the idea to like import it. And then eventually they started creating their own. So they get marine collagen, I'm pretty sure they get from, I want to say it's like salmon or trout or maybe not. It'll be on the website actually. Yeah. But they get it from quite a really good fish and it's like all ethically farmed. And, um, okay. It is, it is derived from the scales of the deep sea red snapper. Oh, red snapper. There you well, go. Well, we're there. <laughs> um, anyway, personally, I have noticed an improvement, a massive improvement in terms of hair fallout. Like, I used to get hair fallout all over my pillow. Like, I'd wash my hair in the shower and it would be all in my hair. Mm, it would be like in on your my, back. It would be in my bum crack. <laughs> This happens to me now. <laughs> so gross. Get it all out. Okay, so I'm not the only one. No, nah, yeah. Yuck, and I'd be like, ew, like what? Yeah. Like, and and so if <laughs> get it, but we just leave it on the on the shower floor. Then I yes. just oh and then our God. boyfriends are like, pick it up. Disgusting. The drain. Oh, all on like the back of your black jackets. Yeah, that's not good. Nah, yeah, like, on the back of my chair at work. It's worse for blondes though because um, like if you're wearing a black jacket. Heaps obvious. You can see it. No offense. But yeah, so good improvement with marine collagen. Yeah, so I've noticed less hair fallout. Um, hair, my hair's grown so fast. What about like skin and nails? Skin, definitely. And nails, um, I always have have had really short, gross nails because I pick them, but also when I drink, I bite them. (laughs) Another gross fun fact about me. (laughs) Um but, yeah, they've grown so fast and, like, super thick and Jordan would always be like, yuck, you have disgusting, like, flimsy nails. But, damn, they are strong now. Damn. Scratch your eyes out. Look at me nails. So I highly recommend you can get a tub and you just pop, like, one scoop in or they come in the individual sachets that you can chuck in your handbag or if you go, if you travel a lot, whatever. That's, um, that's convenient. Yeah, and they also actually they have these um, – and this is not sponsored, by the way mm. – they have these – really yummy bars and they're made from collagen bars yeah dates apricots almonds coconut collagen maple syrup cacao and vanilla and they're fucking yum yum it's interesting that if it was korea or whatever asian Mm. country that they have vending machines and stuff full of it and it's really easily accessible and it's the done thing yeah it's not like what can I do? My hair's falling out. Like I think Western just... countries were like so slow, but when we do get on a trend, we oh, it's like oversaturated. We get on it hard. Yeah, and it's hard to also find something that isn't just a gimmick or a copy or some Instagram shit. Hashtag acai. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to actually. Goji. Yeah. 
you know, like find – there's so many freaking beauty supplements and shit. Um, when you told me about this – because we did mention it a few episodes mm. ago and you said you were drinking collagen and then I found um, Teresa Cutter from The Healthy Chef. Yes. Um, they have a – or she has a product called Marine Collagen Protein. So I bought that one and I've only just got it this week. So it's another Ooh. tasteless one. So mixing it with water, doing the good thing. I'll let you know if my hair falls out. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Um, Sweet. So that's an update. So, you know, it's an easy thing and obviously there's lots of different drinks that people say that you should have and it's hard to – some of them have yucky tastes. So if you do want to have a little bit of hair, skin and nail TLC, um, it's good to mix with your water. Mm-hmm. Easy. You can do this one. Mm. And sachets would be easy for people at yeah, work and, like, and stuff. Just like it's not, It's one of those things it's just like meh, whatever. Like you don't have to swallow a tablet or, mm. you know. Like or break more, open a capsule Yeah, thing. like that's more effort. Mm. Yeah, this would be easy. Try it, guys. Try it. And All right. Um, I was looking at we're just going to skim over Met. We're not talking about it, but Joe yeah. Jonas and Sophie Turner. Oh, my God. What are they doing? A mood, an <sighs> eternal mood. Also, like, when the fuck did you even start dating? No idea. Don't – well, now they're married. Joe, like, the Jonas Brothers, I'm never – like, what? Disney, don't know. So I remember watching a movie when I was younger and it had Demi Lovato in it, the Jonas mm-hmm. Brothers, but that's about it because I do think they fell I'm off the scene. <laughs> they fell off the scene. Yeah. The and then L- they came back with that song, right? Recently. And then oh, and, that, and the other brother's married to. He's very um, religious. Is he? I think they all were and now they're oh, not. Oh, yeah, because didn't one of them used to wear like a um, Cross. virginity. Um... <gasps> Chastity belt. I think that was John. <laughs> oh, a pure. <laughs> That's for women. But isn't it? how embarrassing. <laughs> No, you mean a purity ring? A purity ring, yeah. yeah. I got you. I got you. I was like, "You're so right." I remember reading that. <laughs> I never read that. Oh my god, amazing! He never wore a chest. He locked belt. his dick up. <laughs> um, yeah. Which one was that one? I thought that was Joe. Really? Because I think they all, unless it was Nick, who's now married to Priyanka Chopra. Yeah. Another blow my mind moment. Yeah, so hot. Uh, what's going oh, on with the Jonas wedding. Brothers here? I know. Calm down. That, that wedding was very um, in her culture. Yes, and compared to Sophie's sons, like, whew. Oh, that's fun that they um, – I don't know if they were eloping or if it was just like a shotgun. I think, yeah. Vegas. I, that's my vibe though. I, I would I totally that. be into that. That would be fun. It would more be like, we're here now, why not? Fuck yeah. Not like, hey, meet us at 5 p.m. No, no, I'm doing it now. And like how they just jumped in the pool afterwards. Yeah, they seem really fun, but you're right. How are they an item? Like, I don't know. But I do enjoy um, – you sent me something about them – going to the, is it the Louis Vuitton show they went to? Mm. What was that thing they went to? Oh, today? They're very fashion forward. Ooh. And he's really playing that up. Like. Although. <clears throat> oh, pardon. <laughs> Although at the Met I was disappointed in their outfits. Oh, I didn't like her outfit at nah, all. No, she could have really done something. That um, theme was super hard though. Do you reckon? Well. Gigi looked like she was, was from the year before. Yeah, the religious one. No, um, was that the year before? The year before that? The, year before, the, the like techie road body one. What was that one? Was that twenty eighteen? Maybe. Um, yeah, don't. And then everyone was just 
not the same. Who was your favorite? I know we said we weren't going to talk about it, but now that we're here. Um, who was my favorite? I don't know. I saw a really funny thing of a woman that wore a yellow dress with pink something on it and they compared her to scrambled eggs with bacon. Oh, yeah. Did you yeah, see yeah. that? <sighs> Who was your favourite? Let me have a think because we weren't going to talk about this. I, I haven't prepped. Oh, um, oh, who did we put on our Instagram? Oh, we put Hayley Bieber. Oh, the Did you hair. like that thong? That whole yeah. look? I did. I don't think it was like the best for the theme, like, but I liked like – the, the vibe. Look. Yeah, I like Were the Were you look. the one that said um, that she should get out of the tanning beds or was it someone else? No, I think that was Diet Prada. It's not wrong. She, her back was so Not tan. wrong. It's a vibe now to, to embrace your alabaster. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me have a look quickly. Yeah. Well, um, I think Sophie Turner wore pants, like matching with Joe Jonas. Kind of like yeah. silvery with colours through. I was really disappointed in Jenna in Je- Jennifer Lopez, JLo. Um Boring. Where is she? I liked um, you know that country music star like Spacey Casey? Casey Musgraves. She looks really cool. She was the one that was um dressed as Barbie. Oh yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross was cool. Oh yeah, she frame. was super cool. Yeah, I'm looking at JLo now. Um, a bit. Mm. What yeah. was with Lady Gaga having to do four looks? Does mm. anyone know? I feel like she could have been better too. Sorry, yeah, guys. It I went mean, pink, black, pink, black. Like, don't really. Also, like, do just do something extravagant. Like, that didn't look like there was, you know, a lot going on. No. Um, um, I enjoyed, and I always say come back to them, but I enjoyed that Kendall and Kylie. Oh, yeah. The... I thought that they looked like the evil stepsisters mm. and then afterwards I think they put a photo up of that. So oh, obviously they? they were going well. for, unless they were also, there was a reference to Blades of Glory. <laughs> they wore two different outfits. I love Kendall's like Ooh, look. Kendall. She looked I think it was Chanel. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. So that was a big tangent. Sophie yeah. Turner and Joe Jonas. Mood. Um, what is this new art behind your head? Oh my gosh, yes. What is that? We only just got it framed it looks today. Amazing. Every time Kels comes over, I need to get my place like more in order. <laughs> so I was like to Mitchell, these and what, why is the poop stool in here? <laughs> I needed to reach. <laughs> I, need, I needed to reach up in that wardrobe. But these are CJ Hendry's. Do you know Siege? I don't. Please explain. Do you? Siege is not a buddy of mine at all. Um, so she's a Sydney. Uh, is she a Sydney girl? She's an Aussie girl. Oh. Um, and she used to do her hand sketches are crazy. So like she used to do just black and white pencil um, sketches. I hope it's not an issue that I keep turning away from my mic. Thoughts? Oh, well, they'll tell us. Jordan will tell us. I'll stay up here. Hey, Jordan, fuck you. <laughs> Listen to this, bitch. <laughs> um, where am I? At work. So she used to do all black and white pencil sketches mm, cool. and she really is good at making things look like real life. It's ridiculous. Um, Kanye West bought her artwork. I think she did like a series where it was like a $50 bill and let me show you these. How did you hear about her? Um, I don't even remember because she's been around, like, say, since 20, 
2015, 2016. Okay. So then I was just following her on Instagram and her works go for like 12,000 up to like literally hundreds of thousands. Wow. Because celebrities were buying them. And then she wouldn't do commissions because it was too hard. So then her first time and the ones that I have that you're looking at are these paintbrush strokey ones where she would get acrylic paint and swish it, photograph it, and then draw that to see all the highlights and stuff wow. just for a challenge. So they're not photographs. They're it's paint. She's painted it. She's sketching it. They're coloured pencils. She only works oh, in pencils. I thought it was a photograph. So that her all the artwork, the original artwork from that series, these went for like 20000 a pop. So she did an art show in New York where she staged a room and put in two of the artworks per room and you could go around. And because everyone wanted a piece of the art, then she had a professional photographer come in, take photos of those rooms, and then they printed a hundred each of those photos, and that's what we've bought. So you telling me you're a baller and you're buying expensive art now? Now that <laughs> that's a photo of the artwork. We can only afford a photo of the photo of the artwork. <laughs> so yeah, we have two. They're oh so God, nice. They're, so one's blue and one's yellow so they're all different tones of yes. those shades i wanted the pink one which is beautiful i mean they're also and they're like primary colors that kind of yeah so she did she's like a like a more how do you say like baby hot pink like a vibrant mm. baby pink mm. the blue that i've got the yellow a red a green it wasn't that nice. but you are you are right they are like those pencil shades yeah mm. yeah 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 so maybe it's like nice and childlike and then I got really excited because we went to pick them up the Sapo at the Framers and I took a photo and I sent it to her and she replied to me. <laughs> Steph's like a serial Steph's on red receipts. everybody. <laughs> Always. I love it. Anyway, she wants to see them when they're hung. So they hung and I'll send her a photo. Yeah. My um, buddy. So, yeah, that's another addition to the apartment. Amazing. Do you like? I love. Ten points. Thanks. Um, okay, <laughs> that's so that's enough from us. Mm. We have a special guest today. She is our personal trainer, yes. Kayla Moore. Um, she's going to tell us all about how to stay fit and strong and fucking work out like a boss. Yeah. She'll chat a little bit about calorie counting but Benefits. not in but not in a bad way because yeah. i think it gets a bad rap um health nutrition and whatnot mm, we have a few laughs we are big big fans but not in a biased kind of way mm. here she is kayla Guys, um, so today we're here with Kayla Moore. She is our personal trainer. Uh, she's personal and group trainer at Lean Performance with a focus on fat loss and performance. Hi, Kay. Hi, girls. Hi. Thanks for joining. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be fun. Yeah. So we'll get wine with your PT. <laughs> yeah. It's it's approved. So we'll get Definitely. stuck into it. So tell us a little bit about. Um, your background and how you got into personal training. 
It wasn't something that I um, actually had planned on doing as a career when I was younger. I um, have always been involved in sport since I was a kid, swimming, dancing, tennis, surf, life-saving. So it's always been a part of my life. Um, I actually started a nutrition course at Wollongong University and then I just deferred for a year because I just needed a break after school. And then I kind of just fell into this job. It wasn't really something that I'd planned, but now I actually couldn't imagine doing anything else. It's just Mm. part of life now and I absolutely love it. So I think it suits you really well. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So we've known you for ages, but we only recently just started seeing you for personal training, which was last year, um, off the back of a six-week challenge um, and we've continued to see you since. But can you tell us a little bit about why challenges are so effective? You know, you always see like heaps of different gyms doing challenges. F45 are built on that. Um, You know, why are they so effective and can you talk us through how they work? So, for example, I've actually got one starting on the 6th of May. So it's 30 days either my challenges generally go for 30 days or six weeks. I find them the most effective. I've done ones previously that have lasted eight weeks. I feel like it's a little bit too long. The motivation lacks a little bit. So 30 days has been perfect for me so far. So for example, the next 30 days, three mandatory gym sessions is involved. So whether that's personal training with me or group training, I do find I get better results with all my girls who do personal train with me. Um, I like building a good relationship with my clients. I find that super important um, when building results. Two of the other days can be active recovery days. So whether that is walking, going for a run, doing the sand dunes, going to the gym, Pilates, anything like that, as long as you're moving five times a week. Perfect. Yeah, right. Um, I do ask my clients who are doing a challenge to track their steps around 10,000 steps a day on average. Um, If they can't do that each day, they can build it up on the weekend. So just say you did 4,000 on a Monday, you got an extra 6,000 to do on the weekend then. Mm -hmm. And then most importantly is tracking your food. So I always get my clients to track their food on my fitness pal. Mm. I find that it's an awesome educational tool. Educating yourself on what you're eating Mm -hmm. I think is number one priority when trying to lose weight or anything really even gaining weight so in general we were going to ask you about that there's a lot of pros and cons to calorie counting and obviously when it comes to female fitness and female health people tend to be like you should never count calories why is it important as an educational tool absolutely i do agree with some people i think that um it's not for everyone but I do find it's the best educational tool, as if you wouldn't want to know what food you're putting in your body, what 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 you're what you're eating every day. Like, who wouldn't want to know? Yeah, what they're feeding themselves, even to the point where like your kids and stuff like that, as they grow older, a lot of people they come to me after they've tracked their food just for a week, and they're like, "Wow, I didn't realize that this was good for you and this was bad for you," mm-hmm. and you kind of have no idea. So, educating yourself on what you're feeding in your body every day is mm-hmm. awesome. I yeah. Think. Yeah, as a as like knowledge is power type thing. Absolutely, but I don't think it's a long term thing either. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that my clients, the thirty days is perfect. I make them track for those thirty days. After that, if you know what you're eating, and a lot of people do, I find it pretty common that people eat the same thing throughout the week. If your routine's the same, you yeah. generally eat the same thing Monday to Friday. Weekends mm-hmm. for sure, you'll have something different, but um, Monday to Friday's the same. So if you know what you're eating, you don't need to track every day. Yeah. Um, but it's also a good accountability tool. I mean, my boss, for instance, he's well aware of 
nutrition and what he's eating, but it's the accountability. He's tracking, he's tracked for the last few days still. So it's not that he doesn't know what he's eating, but um, it's always good just to keep yourself on track yeah. and yeah. in check, I guess. And I found that even after the challenge, like I wasn't tracking, but I am so much more educated about what I'm eating and how many calories and it's not so much about calorie counting. It's just about the nutrition front and, you know, some things are way less than what you thought they would be. So you can actually eat more and enjoy it more. Exactly right. I think it just depends on what you're looking for. But, yeah, absolutely. It gives you a whole different frame in terms of eating and food and nutrition because it, that app as well, like, shows you all of the nutrients and that kind of thing. Absolutely. It does more than just calorie count. I yeah, guess. like if you like a certain um, – I don't know, work snack and you log it in or you scan the barcode, it's like your daily limit of sodiums this much and this snack is this much, which you wouldn't know because I know it's on the label but you don't actually look at it. Yeah, so too much salt. Yeah. That's massive. Mm. And you know what? Figs are only like 40 cows. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was they had to pop yeah, in there somewhere. <laughs> I'm having a fucking shitload on that. <laughs> um, talk to us about fasting. This is another topic that, you know, is – people have mixed feelings about but Steph and I obviously did it because it was part of the challenge I mean not part of the challenge but that's kind of another way to be another tool another tool what why do you think it's a good tool I always give my clients two options Um, intermittent fasting is one of them it doesn't work for everyone it's one of those things that yes it could work for one person but it probably out of all my clients it probably only works for 70 percent like the other 30 percent it doesn't work for at all they wake up they need to eat breakfast in the morning they feel sick if they don't type thing um other people have stomach issues or other medical problems that intermittent fasting just doesn't work um personally i think that it has made me and 70 percent of my clients the leanest that they've been it's not about cutting calories um, it's just about controlling them, I guess. So waking up in the morning, if you're not someone who needs breakfast, if you don't need to eat until 12 o'clock, then don't. So I mean, be it. Yeah. It, I find that just eating those two meals at 12, between 12 and 2 and then 6 and 8 I think works perfectly. But mm. like I said, it's not. I think people have the wrong idea. It's not about cutting cows. They're like, oh, no, well, I can't eat breakfast. No, you've got to make up for those calories. Like if you, mm. if I set you just say 1,300, you've got to split those two, those calories within those two time slots. Mm. And I think that's a, um, that's a common misconception with fasting um, that people think you're now just skipping, not actually making up for it or, or getting your daily. We're just fasting and having our eating hours kind of closer in one window one six to eight hour window rather than spreading across the whole day. Absolutely. But I'm a type of person who I like to sit down and have a big meal where some people rather snack. So they'll Mm. get up in the morning and have a little snack and then they'll have like six meals during the day where I'm someone I like to sit down and have quite a big meal at lunch, (laughs) quite a big meal at dinner and then that's good for me. Yeah, no, we love, we do love a big meal because then it's, uh, it feels substantial. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's hard to graze all day when they're little things and then you feel a little bit restricted because you're like, no, that's my mm. fifth meal and I can only have. I actually started it unintentionally because of my job, I guess, like waking up so early in the morning. 
and then not having a break until lunchtime Mm -hmm. and then I'm back again in the afternoon and then dinner. So I actually started doing it not really realizing then I kind of heard about all this intermittent fasting. I was like, hold on a second, that's something that I actually do every day and it's definitely made me the leanest that I've been. And if you know me, you know that I eat quite a lot of food. So (laughs) I'm not someone to be cutting my food in half. I also know that you're quite lean. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought that's what you were about to say. Um, On fasting, what are the other benefits that you see? Do you find that it reduces like brain fog? Do you feel clearer, lighter? Personally, I find that I work better definitely of fasting. I mean, I'm someone who once I eat, I get quite tired and I get quite lethargic. And so I definitely work better. I work better off um, train, even training Yeah, on an empty stomach. I can't. I agree. I find, yeah, Same I find here. I can't train on a full stomach, but then it doesn't work for everyone. Like I said, some people feel sick and they feel like they're going to vomit. And I have clients that get super lightheaded when they don't eat before. So yeah, like yeah. I said, it doesn't work for everyone, but mm. something that I am a fan of. Yeah. Okay, so I guess let's talk about dieting in general and and building a good relationship with food. Mm. When someone comes to you or just, I don't know, like. Fad, I mean, skip the fad. Yeah, it's more about just being accountable and like putting in the work, eating a healthy, nutritious diet full of whole foods. And this is the other thing that you told us in in the challenge. Like you don't need to cut out anything. Like if you want to eat chocolate, fine, but it has to be part of your calorie count for that week or whatever right absolutely I don't believe in cutting out any food group at all because the reality is it's unrealistic it's not something that you're going to be able to carry on so my challenge is I want you guys to come in to educate you enough that once the challenge finishes that's not the end point like you don't cut out all these food and lose all this weight and then that's that's it type thing and then you walk away from me and then you put it all back on like it's something that this is just a starting point like I'm just educating you guys I'm just getting you started and then I want you to carry that on like you girls have done exactly that so I educated you at the start and then the little tools that I've taught you about you guys do now and mm. look where you are like you guys are killing mm. it I think you do have a face <laughs> thank you if I can say so much we didn't pick up on that compliment I think it's the way you deliver your message as well which is I mean, I know I have, I'm sure Kelsey's in the past had other PTs and something just doesn't stick, but I don't know if it's that you're very good at working with women or Mm. it's something on our level where it does feel like we're just learning with you. Mm. I mean, you're teaching us, but. I think it's, I'm, I'm realistic. I, I do for you guys what I do for myself. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I wouldn't train you any other different way. I wouldn't tell you to eat differently compared to what I would do. And I think that that works. I tried to build, like I said before, building a really good relationship with my clients is my number one priority. Um, and then just educating you guys. Mm. And from there it's kind of worked its own magic. I mean, yeah. training is the 10% part, like 90% is the education and the nutrition mm. and and I guess it's hard to be a teacher if you haven't lived it yourself. Well, exactly right. I mean, I could sit there and be like, no, you girls can only eat chicken and broccoli and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. let's be honest. We mm. all go out on weekends. We all want to have fun. If you, I feel like I wouldn't be getting the results with the girls that I am if I was like that because you're going to go to dinner on a Friday night and then you're either going to come back and tell me or you're going to lie to me. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And if you lie, then I'm going to know. Exactly. (laughs) I find it so funny that um, you don't – 
you know how some people would make you feel guilty if you um, splurged, but you don't make us feel guilty and yet we still uh, upfront with you. Like, oh, absolutely. Just- and I don't want you, I don't want, like, just because you had a chocolate bar, I don't want you thinking that that's a bad thing because, like we spoke about, building a good relationship with food is so important. Yes. And it is It is really easy to fall down a Absolutely. dark path um, and just eat the fucking chocolate. Absolutely. You're not going to die. Yeah. And also, and you're going to regret it and you're going to be thinking about it the whole time. Yeah, don't get hung up on eat it. Eat the fucking chocolate. And I feel like so it happens so many times. People are like, I really wanted a chocolate bar, okay, but I started picking and then I just kept picking and picking and I was like, just At stop, eat the chocolate. Mm, you know no. what I mean? Because you would have by the end picked exactly. so much that you would have eaten 10 times more <laughs> calories than you would have if you just ate the chocolate bar. Exactly. Um, speaking about um, – giving us the tools and things and we lost weight. What do you think? What do you think? Let's go again. Speaking about um, how you gave us tools and knowledge, etc., and and we lost weight in our challenge, can you give us advice or the listeners' advice on losing weight and maintaining it? Because that's a big thing, you know, you taught us or we lost weight with you, but the maintaining side. Being realistic about your goals. Mm. I mean, obviously nutrition is number one priority. Um, educating yourself, number one. Setting realistic training goals. Like I said before, getting up three days and training in the gym and then doing two active recovery days. Plan something that's going to work with your routine. I find that what doesn't work is when people come in and they try and change their whole lifestyle and their food and they get given a food plan and they get given this exercise routine that's just it's not going to work do you mm. know what I mean like it lasts for a week or two and then you kind of throw your hands up in the air and you're like this is too hard basket like this isn't working for me so they give up type thing where um I kind of try and work my client what well, work Work my client's nutrition and exercise routine in with what they're already doing, making mm. small changes to what my client's lifestyle is like now makes the biggest difference. Like they don't really realize, but I'm not expecting them to change the whole world for me. I'm coming to help you. I'm going to help you make little lifestyle changes that will mm. eventually be a big result. So not like a big shock to the system, but more something more at their comfort level where it won't be this big, like you said, the food plans and which may not include any of the food groups they used to be eating, which is a big shock. So it may not be realistic for the long term for them to not go back to what they used to eat. Absolutely. And I think that especially with carbs, like girls have this thing that Mm. carbs are just so bad. Do you know what I mean? So trying to get girls' heads around eating pasta or having just a piece of bread. I have so many people who come to me who are like, I don't eat bread. And I'm like, why don't you eat bread? It's not for... A medical reason or anything like that they're just like mm. I just don't eat it because it's bad and I was like but <laughs> it's not like no. it's so yummy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um it's funny because whenever I, I'm going out for breakfast I'm like what this is I sent Kayla a, a picture of the menu the other day and I was like what would be the best thing to choose and she's Ooh. always like the avocado on sourdough so eat the bread yeah absolutely I'm all about that yeah right I'm all about that I have that so often I have clients messaging me when they're at dinner or breakfast being like all right so what on the menu should I eat yeah, that's <laughs> great we'll circle back to this yeah um I want to quickly jump back to calories while I thought about it and now I can't remember what I was going to oh. ask 
Um, oh no. So there's been a lot. I, I was listening to something or I read something the other day. I can't remember what it is, but someone was saying that a calorie deficit is needs to be like taught in schools. Not really, but on the you know the government need to talk about it more because everyone hides behind it because of like disordered eating however it's your best bet if you need to like what's the percentage of people that are obese in australia like it's fucking whopping right literally so people think that a balanced diet and getting your fruits and veg and then exercising is the key but really it is a calorie deficit so why do you think what was my question? There's a stigma. There's well, not a stigma, but like. I don't know if like, calorie deficit is the generally, right term. Yeah, I mean, we we don't want to get so caught up in numbers all the time. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm the biggest advocate for my fitness pal. Um, and if my <laughs> goal, your goal is to um, <laughs> hey, lose I'm... weight, then that's the way to go, just yeah. to educate yourself. But I feel like getting obsessed with numbers and being in a calorie deficit and like all these keto stuff and mm. I feel like it's a bit much. But I feel like we do need to learn about what is in our foods that we're eating. Do you know what I mean? Because when you grow up, you kind of only know what your parents have given you. Do you know what I mean? But you don't actually know what a protein is. Like, Yeah, that was what my question was. Why is food more important than than working out? Like I want to eat whatever I want and then I'm going to work it out when really it was like, well, no, you need to be eating. You need to be more knowledgeable about what you eat because it's more about what you put in than what you put out, right? Absolutely. Well, you can't out-exercise a bad diet. Mm, yeah, see, that's the line I was looking for. There's your tagline. <laughs> that's your head. Um, anyway, got off a bit track there. Sorry. Nah, I thought it was always, um, oh, what was I going to say? You know that analogy about your bank account? I mean, <laughs> we always kind of talk about losing weight and fat loss and stuff like that. So that's not everyone else's goal. Um, but no matter what your goal is, educating yourself on what foods are healthy for you and even what foods are bad for you. It's good, just good to know generally. Mm. Um, okay, on that note, how can we um, make healthier choices and stick to them? <laughs> is, it, is it about um, going for, you know, some, like I'm feeling tired so I'm going to have more protein less carbs because they're going to make me feel a bit shitter. I need a bit more greenery in my life. You know, is it about intuitive eating or, you know, I'm going to I have a massive day tomorrow and I really need to, you know, I've got to work out in the morning and mm. I've got 10 meetings and I know I'm going to be late for work but I'm not going to be able to eat much. So should you be thinking about the future of your day or and, and your feelings or, you know, and yeah. Absolutely. I'm a big believer in whole foods. So protein like I don't recommend supplements or anything like that to any of my clients unless they necessarily need them um but wait what was your question Mm. how do we make healthier choices and how do we stick to them I guess this is just off the basis of of choosing better better like choosing whole foods over processed foods and then for dinner being like these are the things that I like and making it easy for yourself I think that there's so many um, businesses out there now that actually do fresh, healthy meals. Do you know what I mean? People think that eating healthy and eating to lose weight has to be hard and like mm. it's 
it's not. There's so many options out there for you now that if you are struggling for time or because time management is crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like people actually come home from work, the last thing they want to do is having to cook meat and veg and make a salad and blah, blah, blah. There's options out there for you. It doesn't have to be hard now. Like we, yeah. it's literally at our fingertips. Yes. Oh, Hugo farting is so bad. <laughs> oh, I can Ew. Guess who's back? <laughs> it's fucking bad. I'm sorry. All right. So that was nutritional side of things and let's swap to training. So, Kayla, what does your training involve? So, it's actually funny we talk about this. I was um, speaking to an employee at Lean Performance the other day and my training at the moment, I'll be completely honest with you, has my motivation levels have just been like so low. I think it's because I'm just doing so many sessions in the gym with clients, like I'm doing 40 to 45 sessions. So then it comes to myself and I'm like – Oh, I need a rest. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> of course. But I actually went to uh, Fitness First. Sounds crazy, but I went to Fitness First the other day, just a change of scenery. Mm. And I got in there and my session was 10 times better than I've trained in weeks. And really? I was motivated and I was like, this is so good. So I'm actually thinking about getting a, another membership, which oh, is crazy. I know. First. Because up she, a sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my training, I actually am doing a program that Carl, one of the employees at Lean Performance, has written for me. I asked him to write me up something. That's um, nice Same idea. as you guys, I guess. You like something to follow. Mm-hmm. You like direction. Yeah. I yeah. like exactly the same thing. So I hate going into the gym and going, fuck, what am I going to do? What are you going to do? Actually, Absolutely. You need a plan. 100%. What's even better is that you've. So it's always nicer to have someone write it out for you because, like you said, we like a plan, but – I don't want to plan it. I like it when you plan it. Yeah. And you'd like it when Carl plans it. Absolutely. And you know that it's coming from a place where you're going to see results and then it's there for a reason. Like I was – before I was like training with you, I would follow like, I don't know, just into Camp Franklin or Campbell oop, or like the dog pound Victoria's Secret models or whatever, write it all down and then do it. But like how often am I meant to do that? How many times a week? Exactly like is right. it, am I actually seeing results? How do I pick which weight and works for me? And like – the programs that I give you girls obviously are directed at you. Like they're personalized for you, for mm. what works for you, for what your goal is, exactly the same as me. So I said to Carl, this is the goal. This is what I want. He written me up three days and that's what I'm following. And so. he's not trying to stitch you up. <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> he might be. Um, just on that, what are like some of the – what's the number one thing that you see people doing wrong at the gym? Not to be critical. <laughs> it's kind of hard at our gym because everyone, it's like. Oh, it's mainly PT. Yeah, it's a PT gym. So but out of fitness first, like, do you feel like people just like. I pull. find that people, I feel people jump on the cardio equipment and they just go for 10, 20, 30 minutes because they purely just don't know what else to do. Mm. You know what I mean? They're going to the gym, they want to work out so badly, mm. but the lack of knowledge. So yeah. they're like, or, or they're nervous they don't like know how to pick up a dumbbell or what to do with a dumbbell Mm. or how many reps to do with a dumbbell do you know what I mean so Mm. I always see people that are running for ages and I'm like oh Mm, I want to help you (laughs) go to LP it's like um I think it's also like an intimidation thing I mean some people I've been in the same boat where you go to the gym with the intention to work out and when you get there someone's on the say cable machine and you don't want to butt in and you think I'll just get on the treadmill. <laughs> Forget about it. I'll do it tomorrow. 
Um, so, yeah. On that note, how can we tell if we're not training properly? Is the number one sign not seeing results or would that be more around food? Absolutely. Well, you got to plan to get results. Mm. I mean, if perfect example is with programs with my clients, as you girls would know, we do it as a three-week block. So week one is the basic stuff. By week two, I tell you exactly what you, weight you did before, what volume we were doing aiming to improve on that every single week. We do a finisher at the end, 10, 15 minutes. That's either timed or calorie based or something like that. Um, you're aiming to beat your previous results. So week by week, you're walking out being like, oh, hectic. Like mm-hmm. I beat what I did the week before. My weights were improved. I'm improving each week. You need to plan. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that method um, is the most effective where you can log and and see your improvements in times or going up in weights or, you know, Absolutely. running distance. Definitely. Even if you go into the gym by yourself, you're laying on the bench and you do an eight-kilo bench press for 10 reps, write that down because yeah. then that's something for you to go back to next time and was like, oh, cool, I did eight kilos. Let's try nine kilos for 10 reps or nine kilos for eight reps. You know what I mean? Even though it's an improvement. Mm. Hmm. I think that's good. And what about the method of in terms of how we train? So sometimes we'll do a sweat sesh, but then other times we'll do like weights and then work into a finisher. Why does that work? And this is the other thing I want to ask you because I used to always do cardio before I did weights, but is it meant to be the other way around? See, I'm a big believer. My whole life I've grown up just doing cardio, like all my sports were long distance sort of stuff. Mm. And then I came into the gym and my whole perspective on it all changed. I personally think that weight training is so important for women. Um, and I'm, I, I love it. So that's why our sessions are 30% weight training. And then we do a sweat little 15 mm. minute finisher afterwards. Um, I find that you can burn just as much fat from doing weight training than you can conditioning. Mm. So that's just why yeah. I set my sessions like that. Do you- no, you go. You go. <laughs> I was just about to say I have many questions. But I guess anyone can put you in a gym and make you fuck you up. Do yeah. you know what I mean? For 45 minutes to make you walk out vomiting. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But that's not that's the goal. I, that's specifically what I asked <laughs> But you for. did ask for that on Saturday. So. <laughs> but each week I would never do that. I mean, a good trainer isn't going to – you're just not going to walk in and every week's going to be something Same. different and you're yeah. going to walk out nearly vomiting. Like yeah. there's a reason and a why to every single block of training that I set for you guys. Yeah. I do really enjoy um, doing specific weight exercises but knowing that the finish is there so that you – get your heart rate up and I guess that does that help with cardiovascular health and absolutely and I think that it depends on everyone's goal as well so you to a perfect example Steph you love doing bum stuff you like doing a little bit more lower body work and not where you prefer Kels to do upper body stuff um so it depends on everyone's goal as well I mean I would hate for someone to come in and Kel's perfect example of me do a whole heavy lower body session. She'll walk out being like, screw this. Like, this is not what I asked for. Oh. And like opposite for you, do you know what yeah. I mean? So I oh, always I ask my clients. <laughs> yeah. I always ask my clients what their goal is, what body parts they want to work on. Although we can't pick a body part and make it a quick fix. Mm. It's always something that I'm aiming to improve. Like it's about you. So obviously there must be a, there has to be a balance between weights and cardio um, but I read that you should always do weights before cardio, which is what we do anyway. Why is that? Scientifically, I'm not exactly sure, but 
our finishes are generally pretty high intensity, so I'd hate for you to come Start in at two, yeah, yeah, too puffed and too exhausted and then trying to lift heavy weights. I yeah. mean, just makes more sense personally to start. And so say like you've got your five-day week and I know that you said like active recovery, but what is like the ideal plan? So like should you be doing body weight or like weight stuff like twice a week and then like a sweat, sweat sesh once a week or hit or and yeah, then Yeah, like I mean a especially walk. for women, I don't think we – need to do any more than two weight sessions a week um two weight sessions a high intensity session and then just two active recoveries so two walks i that's what i ask my girls to do for their 30 days Mm. yeah i know that i've been on the receiving end of saying i ate bad and you're like i just want you to go for a walk and i mean a lot of girls the goal is to get leaner and more toned and stuff like that do you know what I mean and obviously that has a lot to do with your diet but two weight sessions a week is perfect yeah no one should be scared of things like that no good no. and I think that girls have the wrong perspective of weight sessions mm. um it comes back to education I guess if you don't know what if you haven't been <laughs> Hugo is literally snoring <laughs> Hugo sorry let me oh, reposition so cute though <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that they come in and they're like, no, I can't do bench press. I'm going to get huge arms. And I'm like, wrong body part, but you're not going to get huge arms, I promise. Listen to me. How, okay, so before I was seeing you, I was seeing another PT and I was like, I just want to look like a Victoria's Secret model, which is so sad, but it's true. And she was like, you can't, like, it's just, you won't be able to. And I was like, bullshit. Like these people get trained specifically. Mm. They obviously are on an eating pit like meal uh, plan whatever I was like just make me a Victoria's Secret model and I was willing to put in the work but if someone came to you and asked you for that what what would you say what's your reaction they don't eat and they rarely exercise oh. <laughs> and they vomit no. or what well I guess we just need to be a little bit realistic don't we <laughs> I feel like I'm not that far like put some fake tits in me I'm close <laughs> the last photo of you from the end of that challenge you were she's already Ooh, there put a pair of she heels on and a pair of wings <laughs> Get him. She is a female. Put a pair of heels. <laughs> Definitely need boobs, but yeah. nothing going on up top. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, preaching to the choir there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> uh, but what's like? What would you say to people? I mean, like short, like they're long and lean. So what? Absolutely, and look, they don't everyone's have muscle. We, no, well, none of us are going to look like them. Let's be honest, but I can you get like you. <laughs> please, I can um, do my very, very best to get you as lean. Yeah, I like. I, I can't felt stretch like, you out and get you taller, but I can yeah. definitely get you as lean. And- I felt like I was pissed, I was pissed off because I was like, she was like, you won't look like that, and I was like, but I'm paying. Challenge. I would never say that to someone. I would never yeah. like if oh. they asked for that. I would be. I would never be like no. Yeah. <laughs> really shut you down there. Yeah. No, sorry. You, you won't ever look like that. <laughs> I would, I'd be like, yeah, okay, let's yeah, do it. Let's try it. Let's, let's do it. But I would be, yeah, but I'd set realistic goals with them and be like, well, for my fat loss clients, I recommend generally 500, a loss of 500 grams a week. Mm. This is the period of time that we're looking at, blah, blah, blah. Let's take it week by week. Do you know what I mean? It's not something I'm going to be like, yeah, for sure. In a month's time, you'll be mm. walking on stage with some wings. Yeah, but also to be realistic, I guess, um, and them to take on your advice, it's a nice surprise if, mm. you know, weight shed faster than planned or, you know, when we get on those, um, I would say scales, but they're not. We don't get on scales. We get on 
some special some special machine. thing. I mean, everyone like responds so differently to fat loss as well. Mm. I have clients that the first two weeks they drop like a kilo and a half, and I'm like, whoa! But then they'll plateau for like a week mm. or two, and then they'll just drop like half a kilo. But then I have other clients who will get on and they've put on weight or they've stayed the same. Their nutrition's so they tell me their nutrition's been great. Blah blah. blah. This happened to a client of mine recently. Three weeks in a row, she did not lose one single thing. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what's going on? Like, if you're actually eating everything you're telling me, like, Mm. you have to be dropping that. This doesn't make sense. And it was getting really disheartening for her. And I think that's what was upsetting me because she was like, had these expectations, I guess, like you see some of my photos and so these girls are like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Do you know what I mean? I want to do that. Cool. And she come in in the first three weeks and that's a long time and a challenge. Hell yeah. And nothing. And then I was like, what the hell is going on? And then week four, she all of a sudden dropped three kilos. It was just like she was holding on to this. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's body responds differently. But I guess the more girls I've trained, the more challenges I've done, I've learned so much from Mm. every one of you because Mm. you're all so different. And then you can, sorry. No, no, no. And then you can pass that knowledge on to girls like herself that are feeling disheartened and you can say, look, this has happened before. Don't, you know, stress about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know you're putting the effort in, you're eating And it is disheartening though and that's why challenges I like you girls to focus on other things, have different goals as well, not not just the the weight goal. Yeah, we never just focus on that number because it can be brutal. And it can determine your day, determine your mood, and I hate that. Mm. So we always focus on different things. Quick question that there's a debate about. Should we eat after a workout or is it a myth? Do we lose our gains or is it a pointless workout if you don't eat to fuel your body straight after? I definitely think it is important to fuel your body after you work out, definitely. Um, In terms of before you eat you before you train i don't think it i like like we said before yeah. we kind of like to train on an empty stomach mm. but i definitely do think that it is important to refuel your body after you train yeah what's the perfect after workout option personally high protein veggies salad anything whole foods mm-hmm. fill up on it right smoothie what are your thoughts on smoothies mm. Because yeah. they're fucking little cheeky devils. They it's are, too much, aren't they? Aren't they? Smoothies, another. It's never really been in my. Yeah. I don't know. It's just they're not, not really in your repertoire. That, no, yeah. I just never really. It's not never been a go-to for me. Um, it, for sure. I mean, if you put some protein powder in it, yeah. fill it up with. I mean, people put anything and everything in smoothies these yeah. days. So mm-hmm. I mean, you can make it super nutritious and super healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying no. Go mm. for it. Okay. Uh, if we're training it in morning time for brekkie, you know, you say protein should we just be having eggs? Not even. So a lot of my clients who get quite lightheaded and that sort of thing before training, I actually ask them to have more of a higher carb snack. So crumpets, a crumpet with like a bit of peanut butter um, or a bit of avocado or English muffins, like the mm-hmm. whole English muffins, something like that. Um, your body's primary source of energy is carbohydrates. Yeah, so right. if you're someone who's, yeah, gets really lightheaded or gets quite quite dizzy or that after before training or during training, I think that a higher carb snack is more important than protein. Mm, to treat it like fuel. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm. All right, maybe put some music in here. 
All right, we're going to finish off with some little quick bits um, and some quick tips from Kayla. So first off, you wake up. What time do you wake up? Oh, 4.15. <laughs> uh, that is tough. What's your tips for waking up early and actually getting out of bed, aside from the fact that you've got people waiting for you? Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I need to go. God, Sister Fox. Shout out to Sister Fox at 4.45 in the morning. Shameless. They get me plug. out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I, it's now, look, it's just a routine. It's part of my every single day. So, yeah, literally just getting out of bed, knowing that the coffee shop's waiting yeah. for me. Yes. Big bowl of long black oh, yeah. <laughs> before I get to work. But I, to be honest, I love getting up in the mornings that early. I prefer to get my day done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So think of it like that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or is it – Do you, I feel – I find personally that – as, like you could sit in bed and be like, mm, but as soon as you get out of bed and then you get changed, you're like, all right, oh, you're fine, you're awake. Yeah. Yeah. And you how guilty do up. you feel? Just say, I know this for a fact is that a client will be like, oh no, sorry, I can't come in, I'm not feeling too well. And then they'll message me later and be like, fuck, I feel so guilty. Yeah. Like, I should exactly. have just come. You feel so much better you, after you work out. You the guilt leading up to, to it after you just laying in bed, message me telling me you're not coming. Yeah. <laughs> you need to remind yourself of how good it will feel Mm. after. And I know it's really hard and winter's coming and and I know it's hard to get up, but I feel so much better and alert after and you have so much time in the morning because Kelsey and I do train quite early with you. Um, So for me personally, I know that. Nothing better than getting up and getting your body moving Mm. in the morning. Get it over and done with too. Like I I would hate to have to work out after work. Oh, same. You just want to go home. Yeah, Mm. totally. Especially after a huge day. What was I going to say? I guess that stems under motivation. Yes, that's the word. So I did, I heard a girl um, the other day saying that her going to the gym of an early morning lately has purely been habit, not motivation. So even though she could not be bothered, just habit like was pushing her through. Mm. So I think, you know, you do this every Monday. Come on, like go. Absolutely. And they say after 21 days something becomes a habit, like going to the gym, eating properly, tracking your food. We should know this more by now. (laughs) It all comes quite easy after a little while. Yeah. No, that's for sure. Yeah, habit. Getting back to our quick bits. What's your top three tips for bouncing back from a bad weekend? We've all had one or two. Plan. Well, every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> plan, plan, plan. Going for <laughs> If you have a big night on Saturday, I say this to all of my clients, that's so fine. Get up, make sure that you move the next day. Plan your meal. So a lot of people like to have a burger or chips or something fatty when they wake up in the morning after they're hung. Cool. That's fine. Eat your burger and your chips. Go for a walk afterwards, get mm. moving because I find that lay, lazing around all day, you just feel 10 times worse mentally as well. Mm. Even, yeah, come Monday you feel bad. Exactly, like just getting up, moving, going for a swim, going for just a walk along the beach, you'll always feel so much better, mm. so much better. And then just working your day around your tasty meal. Okay. Go for it. Burgers, chips, fine. And yeah. then back to normal Monday. Yeah, yeah. Kayla's like, get it done, get it over with exactly. and get back in the game. <laughs> Um, what's your typical day on a plate? Okay, so. Yes. <laughs> Be honest. Very boring. No, not at all. I wake up in the mornings and I'll have a long black on my way to work and then I generally won't eat again until, so I don't have eat from dinner the night before, until about 11 o'clock. But I've been up for a little bit longer than everyone else. So mm-hmm. that's my lunchtime. I will either have a salad from FX 
which yep. is I get double the chicken, big girl, <laughs> <laughs> avocado, cucumber, feta, beetroot, and spinach. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Pitta on the side sometimes to make what mood I'm in. But that's my lunch. So it's a quite a big bowl from there. And then I won't eat again until dinner. And then dinner's always some form of protein, so whether it's chicken or fish or salmon. Um, and then greens, mm-hmm. salad, veggies, anything like that. I do love a bit of Vietnamese every now and then. Ooh. So rice paper rolls. Yeah. And I'm a sucker for some Mexican. Oh, to be fair, same. I eat everything. Yeah, <laughs> anything and everything. Same. But that's mine. I like the fasting, so I split my day into two. I'll have my lunch and then dinner, and then I so don't no snack snacks. in between. Don't get me wrong, though. I do love chocolate. So I slide that one yeah. in. Uh, <laughs> every now and then. And then on the weekends, you're all just like us. And then, well, like, fucking whatever. See, is, yeah, see, this is my thing is I'm super strict during the week. I eat quite big meals, but I am strict during the week, but that allows me to do what I want on the weekends. Mm. Like, mm. I don't like to restrict my weekends. I go out quite a lot. We yeah. have a cheese plate. We do. Et cetera. So, yeah. And then I just pull it back. But don't get me wrong. If I weigh in on a Friday and then I weigh in again on a Monday, I can be sometimes two yeah. kilos heavier. Mm. Like, that's – I'm just as normal. Like, it happens to mm. everyone. Clients are like, why? How did that happen? And I'm like – you know how. Yeah, you know how. You know, what did you eat you when you were doing all the wine down? But we uh, we course correct during the week. So like, yeah. you know, and if you don't have a big weekend coming up, I guess it continues. But that's one thing is we can do that because we're at our goal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so we're maintaining. And that's another thing, exactly. Mm. So for people who, I mean, are trying to lose a lot of weight, that doesn't necessarily work because you do just end up in maintenance. Yeah. Um, being strict and then allowing yourself that little bit extra on the weekend. You're just kind of rolling a vicious yeah. circle, do you know what I mean? So mm. if you are trying to lose weight, unfortunately it doesn't work quite as well. No, and we're not binging. No. Well, you're just saying that if you want a burger and chips, have it. Come Monday, we'll fix it again. Like Absolutely. no big deal. Absolutely. Um, cool. You've mentioned you like Vietnamese rice paper rolls. Love. Uh What's some hacks when eating out? I always try and stick to a protein and a veg, something that's not too saucy. I mean, it's hard at restaurants, but then a lot of places these days, they're pretty Mm. crazy with terms of eating healthy. Like everyone has healthy options, yeah. Mm. So fish or meat or anything like that with a side of veggies or Mm. a side of salad or... Do you get sauce on the side? I do, yeah, only because I don't like heaps of sauce. So I like to just put my own on there. That's what Ash said too, didn't she? She said get sauce on the side. Don't don't you can like clear it. away from the saucy yeah. stuff because usually that's where all the Especially with Thai and all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. sort of no wonder it's so delicious is because their sauces are just yeah. made oh, up yeah. of shit. Exactly. And it's like, like a, it's like when you get all the yummy noodles and stuff. It's a mystery dish. Like, yes, I know those noodles are served with chicken and snow peas but all the extras you have yeah. no idea palm yeah. sugars sauces oh absolutely um but yeah okay keep it simple stupid um okay and then what about alcohol what's the best option because alcohol's 
cheeky because you don't a lot of people wouldn't log that but a mm. standard glass of wine could be what oh, 150 cows or something obviously cocktails so anything Ooh. with juice or oh. if you have a spirit with juice or something like that no 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 no. if you're gonna have a spirit always try and have like your soda water or your diet tonics or anything like that mm-hmm. um spirits and that sort of stuff are fine i mean wine's okay if people get i think a little bit caught up in what they're drinking but it's what you eat, what you eat when you drink, is what the issue is. It's right. not necessarily just the drinking. Like you have a few wines and you're kind of like picking it a dip and some cheese, and next minute the dip and cheese is gone, and you're like, oh, where <laughs> did that go? Me? That wasn't even you dinner. Know what I mean? So it's not necessarily what you're drinking. It's what you eat when you drink yes. or when you're hungover. Yeah. But um, going back to the alcohol, I'd stay away from cocktails. I mean, wine spirits and like diet sodas and that sort of stuff are fine Mm -hmm. i would stay away from beer or um ciders i don't drink anything like that but they're super high in carbs and sugar and i don't think anyone that listens to this is a beer drinker no offense if you are um (laughs) no stones tonight ladies (laughs) (laughs) thanks l from drinks (laughs) (laughs) um all right, let's round it off with some wellness. We want to know um, what's something you do that is self-loving or promoting body positivity, something for yourself. Uh, recently I've just started meditating actually. Oh, have you? Yes. Kelsey's nodding like she knows. No, I didn't <laughs> know that. I'm, didn't I'm, know. I don't no. know many people do actually. This um, is fun. Yeah, just I guess – having a bit of time to myself, winding down after a big day, stopping all the extra thoughts that are going through your mind, you know Mm. what I mean? So, yeah, meditating. I've been going to the steam room actually every Sunday Mm -hmm. the last two weeks and I've just felt so much better after Mm -hmm. that, just sweating everything out from the weekend and then meditating and, yeah, setting myself up for a good week I guess. And I guess having your job you would feel a lot of pressure to to look and – to look a certain way is is that what is meditating something that kind of helps you yeah I guess it 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 is hard because I mean the first time like someone walks into the gym the first thing they do is they obviously look at me Mm. so they're kind of like oh well obviously you're not going to train or trust a fat trainer yeah um (laughs) it's true though (laughs) You've it's already true. slipped into our last weekend's chat. I know. Um, uh, shit. Where was I? Obviously, like, you're not going to trust. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, you're not going to trust an overweight trainer. Do you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. obviously Who's not practice what you preach type thing. 100%. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I do think that I do have a little bit of pressure on me in terms of how I look and what I do, but that's part of it, right? How do you deal with that? I have to be on my game quite a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of natural now. Like I I wouldn't I, – I don't fake what I do. Mm. I mean I teach you girls exactly what I eat, mm. how I exercise. So it's kind of easy now. Yeah. Beautiful. What was I going to say? The meditation bit is just to, I don't know, clear the mind. So much happening in life in general these days, hey, with yeah. work or social or family. So it's just good to shut off for a little bit. Reset, get yourself ready for the week. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like that you said that. <laughs> I have the apps, so I just don't do it. Are, are you doing Live Awake? Are you doing Headspace? 
Are you lying? Yeah. <laughs> no. He, so he came and spoke at our gym. Oh, the Matt other day. Driggs. Okay. Yep. Oh, get me onto it. I'm onto it. He is amazing. I highly, highly recommend Keely Meditation. Okay. Keely. Keely Meditation. <laughs> She's telling the truth. (laughs) 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 I was was on the top of my tongue and I couldn't remember. I was like, it starts with a K. Oh, my God. Yeah, we prepped you that question (laughs) and we fed you the sauna and then you were like, I meditate. (laughs) (laughs) So Matt Griggs, he came and um, spoke at LP the other week and he was so awesome. Like, yeah, just learning to shut off for a little bit. And I was like, yeah, hearing a new voice because we're clearly off record now. Hearing a new voice is like a new motivation. So like if if you're my friend and you come and you yep. are like, I'm on the keto diet, which you're not, and you're promoting it, I'll be like, oh, I should be on the keto diet. Like, oh, it yeah. sounds amazing for her. What are your thoughts on keto? To be honest with you, I actually eat probably a more keto-based diet um, only because I find that that just works for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not someone like – like I said before, I'm all about bread and pasta and high carbs. That's so fine. But I just find that the keto, I enjoy that type of food. I enjoy a really high protein, low carb, high fat meal. Um, mm. That's just what works for me. It's mm. more, but it's more unintentional. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But like I'll go for breakfast and I'll have three poached eggs, but I just don't eat the yolk. Why? Because I had a bad experience once. Oh. Yeah, it was off and I bit into it. Yeah. It was oh. horrible. So she only eats egg whites for oh, a bad experience. Yeah. You are a fitnesses girl. <laughs> Born to be a PT. But I mean, I don't. But, and I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad at all. I'm just like trying to still get over that. Yeah, I had a weird thing with eggs when I was little. Did you? And it took me like two years yeah. to start eating it. Yeah, I mean, if it's hard boiled and cut up in a salad, I'm okay so at the moment. But if I, if I see the yolk just oh, sitting there, I'm kind of like, stuff. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah fair yeah, enough. Fair but um, enough. yeah, so I'll have the three eggs, avocado, feta, and mushrooms. Mm-hmm. That's my breakfast. If I go out for breakfast, I get it everywhere I go. And sourdough. No. Oh, why? <laughs> Fucking getting you here, okay? Because generally I'm going out that night for dinner and I'm like... <laughs> Save it. I'm yeah. saving it. So basically like, you get an egg white omelette with avocado on the yeah, side. Yeah, kind of. Well, like I went to Jiro last night and I had so much pasta it and like it's count. all high carbs, beige yeah. carb food. So yeah, I was like, well, in the morning I'm going to have that for breakfast because I know that later in the mm. day I'm going to be eating a whole lot of beige carbs. So. Yeah, fair enough. So this is Balance, a guess, babes. yeah, and you've got to learn about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't always eat your sourdough. Getting <laughs> 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 Anything else you want to run through? How long did we go for before I wrap it? No, nah, I can't wrap. Sorry. How do you even start a wrap? Um, <laughs> one, two, one, two. <laughs> <laughs> That's not getting cut. <laughs> Thank you, Kay. Um, we'll probably have you on again because I'm sure lots more questions will come up. Yeah. So much to touch base on yeah. when it comes to yeah, nutrition, we only nutrition and training. And I want to do like fad diets and all that stuff and just training in general, like, yeah, how to build your cardio, how to build muscle, that kind of thing. Absolutely. So this was just a little intro into Kayla. You can follow her at Kayla Lee Moore and at Lean Performance. <laughs> she looks Thanks sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks, girls. <laughs>